conversations that you connect with and react to. SAFM. Good morning. Yesterday you heard from the Secretary General of the Party Good, Brett Heron, who repeated his claims that 188 people had been arrest- had been registered to vote in one house in George in the Western Cape, ahead of three by-elections there. He claimed the DA had uh, re- helped these ve- voters to register and that they'd been registered to vote in one ward. He said that they had conducted. He said that the DA had conducted a registration process online, so the electoral commission had not performed any checks. The DA has denied wrongdoing. In the end, Good went to the electoral court. Judges said the elections could continue. Uh, that Good lost those by-elections. Now Good says it's complaining again to the electoral commission and wants the elections to be rerun. Masekho Shaburi is the deputy CEO of the Independent of the Electoral Commission. Mr. Shaburi, good morning. Good morning, Stephen. Were 188 people registered to vote as living at one property? The, indeed, there were, Stephen, and there is a rational explanation to that. Uh, and the explanation is as follows. Uh, in less developed areas, after the judgment of Mkhope in 2016 in the Apex Court, we took a number of measures to improve addresses on the voters' roll. So in underdeveloped areas, it is common to have a communal address. However, in respect of Ward 20 in George, we went overboard in that in that area there are perfect addresses. We could have just used the addresses as supplied by the voters. What we did, we captured those addresses and we went a step further by assigning those addresses, linking them to a point of interest in the ward to make sure that those addresses located within the ward. When the matter was raised, we delinked the addresses from the from the point of of interest in the world and therefore devoted those people to their correct addresses as they supply them which locates them within the vd and within the ward and we further confirm that those people were entitled to vote in that ward the allegation that those people were passed in recently are also not founded because those people have been historically registered in that ward they registered even prior to the more modern online registration uh, applications that we have. So they've been traditionally registered in Ward 20, and some of them have voted in a number of elections that were held uh, in that municipality within that ward. So they had a right to vote. It was just a little bit of a mistake about uh, some of the information that was put in. They had voted, and some of them had voted there before, so they had a legitimate right to vote in that ward in those by-elections last week. Is, is that what you're saying? Indeed, and their registrations were not recent, as alleged. Okay. Um, so when someone uh, uh, registers to vote online and they have to put their address in, do your systems pick up what that actually means and whether that can be the case? If Mdu and I and Stanza and Zilma and everyone else that I know registers to vote in one place, would your systems pick that up automatically? We are refining our algorithm then so that when we pre- when we make the inspection voters role available, we can pick up instances of repeat addresses. A repeat address does not necessarily mean that there is something untoward. It just prompts us to make to take further proactive steps and investigate uh, those instances. Going forward, uh, Stephen, there will always be. Uh, instances of shared addresses in an unequal society like us. Let's take, for example, a rural village where there are no a combination of street name, street a house number, and a suburb. There we make sure that the entire village, if it locates within a specific ward, we default the registration status of those people against a description which will be more generic like a village name. 
So in those circumstances, it is unavoidable not to have communal addresses. But as I say, in this instance in Watch 20, we had perfect addresses supplied by voters. We did not need to link them to a marker within a ward to make them uh, perfect addresses. Okay. This was in a local election. So the issue of where people live is probably is a lot more important in a local election. Next year, we all know we've got uh, national and provincial elections. There won't, probably won't be that many disputes around where people live. There might be some, but it's unlikely. But I'm sure you know, Mr. Shaburi, there will probably be more disputes than we've ever seen because the elections will be so hotly contested. Are you ready for that? Are your dispute resolution mechanisms ready for that? And I realize we don't even know yet what system we'll be voting under. So there's a lot to do. And there's a lot of pressure on the IEC, I think, at this stage, perhaps more than ever before, or certainly since 1994. Uh, at this stage, are you ready for the election and to deal with these inevitable disputes? Your analysis is spot on, uh, uh, Stephen. The, we, we anticipate that disputes will be uh, increased. We are building capacity. However, as it relates to disputes uh, hinged on the voters' role, we think that it will be easier to deal with them because an entire province becomes a constituency for purposes of address. So there we just need to satisfy ourselves that the address locates within that province. But in a municipal election, addresses uh, get more prominence because the, the area of contestation is very small. It is a ward. Masejo Shabiri, thank you very much indeed. Deputy CEO of the Electoral Commission. Haven't they got a difficult job next year?